0: starts here. We're Finding Success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your version of success. Welcome to another episode of the Finding Success podcast with me, Alex. And me, Adam. Um, this week, episode... This one. 36. 36. Um, what's this week going to be about? So this week, so we've, we've changed it up. We've gone for interesting stuff in the market. Um, so obviously it's April now um, yeah, we, god this this quarter's just disappeared hasn't it but um, it's April now new financial year in the UK I think it's the same in the US is it not or they run different financial year
1: not for me don't ask okay <laughs> the UK
0: is our is the beginning of our new financial year um, so we're gonna we're looking into like we're just looking into stock market and you know, telling you what we're going down Um, telling you what's going down uh, so I've got three things I'm going to talk about and Adam's got three things he's going to talk about um, and hopefully you'll find it interesting. You know, a bit of education. We know you'll find it interesting. <laughs> Adam, so let's start with you. I'm going to start with one of your topics, right? You've got, I believe, if I'm correct, you've got uh, a shock, a surprise, and a pick out of the market. Yeah. Different That's different right. stocks. Um, so, well, let's start with a shock. Everyone likes a shock to wake them up on a Monday morning. Right, my shock.
2: Uh, by the way, before we get started. <laughs> oh. How you been? you been alright?
1: Uh yeah, not too bad. We had a bit of a mare, didn't we? we and now we're now we're a- rolling. <laughs> we've had a nightmare. It's currently uh well we're not well it's late. <laughs> but we're recording, so that's the main thing. We kept our cool ish and it's now working and it's all okay. We've put out fires and saved the day. Yeah, we have indeed. Um we were gonna record this episode as well, guys, um, but we've decided against it. Uh, for some reason Um, but be ready to pay attention so yeah sorry video record not actually record because we're currently recording this Um, but but, yeah we're going to start filming our episodes as well so go and pay attention to our YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed to it go and subscribe to it link will be in the description box down below Um, also our social media will be below as well and that is when you can keep up to date with us and find out when our podcast will be coming out Um, yeah so my shock uh, and I think people who are involved in the financial markets it's quite a common shock to everyone. Um, and if you're in the vehicle sector, EV sector, um, as we know, the world is changing, and we need to change with it. So my shock is all EV companies um, in general. Not maybe not Tesla because it's it, it it you know it's a a little silver its line. own thing, yeah. Um, But majority of EV companies that have stated that they're going to make a a vehicle and maybe they've got a contract with Uber or or UPS or a big brand um, and they haven't actually released a vehicle or a vehicle isn't on the road. um, They're not true to their word. They're missing deadlines and so on and so forth. Um, My company that I'm going to go into is Arrival. Uh, for those of you who doesn't know what Arrival is, I'll quickly just give you a, an insight of what Arrival is. Arrival is a company in the UK, um, or based in the UK, sorry. They're just trading on the... NASDAQ. NASDAQ. There you go. Um, and they're a new EV company. 2015, I think, they came out, didn't they? Uh, they well, were sort of founded in 2015 yes. as an Arrival company. They've been yes. involved in electric vehicles for uh, some time. Um, we won't go into too much detail. But they uh, had a contract with UPS uh, for 10,000 vans, um, which were a similar sort of size, different size, you know, all, all variety of vans. And they're going towards a market of electric courier vans. Um, but like a special, they, their selling point was like a special composite, unit it? So they could yes. almost build a
0: micro-factories, as they called them, put them in any city, and you could custom build each micro-factory to build a certain type of van for that certain city that it's been. So is it, the premise was fantastic. Yeah,
1: it was and they were all controlled by robots as well. Yes. It was a whole the whole section was built around uh, automation and ease of yeah. use and less controlled by humans and more controlled by robots and it was a very very appealing company to a lot of people. Go we shouldn't on. say was it's still it's still going the company. It's, it? Yeah, it's not dead <laughs> just it is. A, it it is. It's, it's still, still is. It's a very good premise, a very good concept. And I think as well it's quite a, a new business model. Yes. There's not many companies that use a business model in this world. Um so it's very appealing for a lot of people. And I think that's why initially it was quite hype when the IPO came out and they said, that you know, we're going live, so on and so forth. Um, now, whether that was just to generate cash is probably quite a big one. Um, but when the company first came on, you um, it, it came in at quite a good price. I think it started around $25, $26. Um, and it peaked at $36. Now, which is fine because, you know, people are obviously interested and happy about this stock coming out, but they never, ever, ever released a vehicle. At this point, the the vehicle never hit the road. It, they, it wasn't tested. It was simulated, and it was built, but it never actually went for a road test. It didn't. I don't think it was even driven around the workshop. No, they had one in the factory, didn't they? But they never.
0: This was the bus, wasn't it? Was it the van? This is the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is not the van yet. Um, and
1: again, at this by the time they went public, there was no earnings. No, this was nothing was all, all still cash, and there's still well, no earnings to this day, is there I don't think. Not that I know of. so you you've got a company here that people are buying as a as a pure hidden hope that one day it's going to skyrocket like Tesla. Blow, yeah, and unfortunately, that hasn't happened yet. People are still interested in the stock, and you know I mean, I remember a click on YouTube once and it was just endless amounts of analysis on arrival so the peak of the company... and, and to, uh, Sorry, before I get into the peak of the company, I was actually very interested in this stock as well. I thought, you know, this is great. We Let's jump on it. the bandwagon early and we mm-hmm. can make some serious gains <laughs> here because um, it just makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just there for the, for the picking, so why why would we not take it? <clears throat> so the high of the stock was 36 and 21 cents okay, which is it's not high for any of the company. Look at Tesla, you know, it's, Tesla's ridiculous. Um, and that was the 7th of the 12th, so December uh, 2020. Um, so after the big dip of COVID, basically, yeah, yeah, uh, was, was its high. Um, and as life got back to normal, um, I, whether people didn't really care about it or whether it was just on the back burner, I don't know. Um, but people started to sell, uh, and its low reached. Two pounds or two dollars, sorry, and ninety-one cents, which is nothing um, for a company that sort of size. And when I say size, they have a massive workshop. They've got loads and loads of micro so The the assets they've got is is, is quite considerable. Um, uh, and that was on the twenty eighth of the first, twenty twenty two. So it dropped ninety one percent from thirty six. Unbelievable. Mammoth. It? And imagine if I actually bought into that. You know, I I think I'd be crying in the corner by now. You know what I mean? It just—it's ridiculous. And that was over a course of 491 days. I remember we were looking into it. We were like
0: getting quite excited. We thought we'd—you know—seen something great. Seen like the next the Messiah. Yeah, exactly. We're like, we should get into this. We should get involved. And it's just like, no. Let's just wait. Let's just see. There's no rush, you know. If it's a good company, it's still going to be a good company in a year's time. Yeah. But we just held off, held off, held off, didn't we? Then we started seeing it just start to crumble, like absolute crumble. Then we, as we
1: started seeing it drop, we were just like let's
0: just keep watching it. Let's just see where it's at.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't stop. Did it? We were looking just, for points of entry, yeah. and then and then when we got serious about it, we analysed it and we looked into it and said, well, you know, what's the factual financials? Where where does it come into the the fact that that we should buy it? And we never actually, well, you never actually found anything, did you? It's so because it's such a new company. They've got no,
0: they've got no history. Right? It's a brand new, like public history. Just like when, like, I'd like to compare companies compared to Apple. When you when you're comparing. Uh, looking into companies, Apple is so transparent. Everything you need to know is out there, and on a database you can find it. Whereas a rival was completely different ballgame. I had to do some serious digging on the internet to try and find out any information. And that's when we found out there was zero earnings, zero revenue. There was no revenue whatsoever. It was all just from their the internal investors, the the owners, and so on, and so forth, pumping it full of money. That's paid for this factory and these all the assets they've got them in. It's all internal. Um, which was worrying, as well as uh, there was. I can't, it was uh, they made a load of more stocks available, didn't they? I think I didn't, they didn't do a stock split, but they released a load of stocks from insiders, internals. Yeah, yeah, and you know, just all these flags just started going. Hmm, hang on a minute, this is, you I can't find out enough. I can't find out enough about this company, so I can't invest.
1: Yeah, simple as that. But yeah, the the reason for buying wasn't there. So yeah, it's simple. You you follow your rules. No matter how that. great it looks, how confident you
0: are it's going to go to the moon if there's no hardcore fundamental
1: quantitative facts yeah just no good it. No, no exactly um,
2: and now current day um, which is the 26th uh, of March it's four pounds at four dollars and ten the last yeah. time I looked so it's
1: still under the still yeah the it hasn't climbed anywhere shape or form it hasn't you know, it hasn't recovered. Um, it may recover, and maybe when when they release an actual vehicle, when it's you can see it on the road and it's out there driving around, it might recover. But that's my shock. All all EV companies, yeah, yeah. In then, conjunction, this one we we're picking up. Oh, right, was a particularly bad one. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, Riven, I think it's called a Riven. Yeah, but they're quite a big company. They're a big company, but yeah. you've seen the share price. No, it was like four five hundred, and it's now down to. I'm not going to lie. I don't really know, but it's dropped a lot in price. But we both know that's not necessarily. A it's not. Doesn't mean how many Riven's have you seen on the road? Yes, in America, there's probably quite a few. But even in oh, America, a, I isn't. was
0: thinking of Rivia I think,
1: or a Rivia No, uh, a Rivia? they're mm. the people that make
0: the trains, the London, maybe tubes. Maybe a different company. A real, there's no end in it, so I'm
2: thinking of a different company. I don't know what a Riven is. I'm honest. Is it the truck? Yeah, that's it's like a, a Jeep truck thing. I thought it's an American a one. Rev Revan.
1: Uh, anyway, they've <laughs> dropped in price. <laughs> um so yeah, it's just general uh, and, and you know, I think general uh, EV stocks in general, I thought they'd be further along
2: than what they are. Currently. Currently. Interesting. So I'm gonna go on to one of my topics. Go for it. I'm gonna talk about dividends.
0: <laughs> because dividends make me happy. As you'd have heard in the last episode, if you did listen, the uh, Oracle of Omaha, we just spoke about how much Warren Buffett makes in Dividends from Coca Cola, and we had a few DMs and so on asking, you know, "Can you go into what dividends are?" I'm like, "Yeah, no problem. No problem. I'll give you a quick masterclass on what dividends are." So, dividends are basically a it's it's basically a reward scheme yep. that companies give out to their investors. Right? It's, it's literally, and it can come in a di- couple of different forms. Come in cash forms, so like you earn X amount of stock, you earn X amount of dividends. You know you. you you get paid cash for earning those stocks. Um, or, I didn't know this, but some companies give more stocks, more shares as a dividend payment, which is quite interesting. Because obviously then, it's sort of forcing them to reinvest in the company in a way, but yeah. without giving them that. So you earn more shares, you, <laughs> you own more shares in total, then you earn more in dividends as a share. So your shares multiply, multiply, multiply. It's interesting. I don't know, I don't know many companies that do that, but apparently it's a thing that's possible. It is indeed. Um but yeah, it's essentially a reward scheme, just like your Tesco's club card points you you earn a certain amount, you earn a certain amount of points, and you get money back for it basically and that's exactly the same as what a dividend is anyway so the board of directors of each company normally dictate whether or not a company will give out um dividends, and the dividends come from net profit, so a company has so many. It makes so much money from doing X, Y, and Z. It has, say it has $300 million profit. It will allocate a certain portion of them to reward their their, um, investors in dividends. Um, The rest of it is what they call retained earnings and that's what they keep as themselves to reinvest into the company, to grow and to develop and expand and so on. So that's, it's really important. So this is where some companies can sometimes go wrong and pay too much of a dividend. And certain investors like me and you will look into companies and see what their dividend rate is. And if it's really high compared to their profits and so on, it sort of throws up a flag like they're not investing that heavily in themselves. Yeah. Um, sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Um, so it's just one factor to think about when you're looking into companies. As well as some companies will keep paying their dividend even if they're not making that much profit. So yeah. this is another difference. Companies will keep paying them to maintain their record of paying dividends. It just looks better on their, their books. It keeps their investors happy. Because sometimes, sometimes that's all people invest for is dividends because it might not necessarily be a growth stock, but it's a solid company like the likes of Walmart. Um, Tesco's, I'm not sure if Tesco's paid a dividend, but Walmart's probably the best example. It's, you're not really going to grow Walmart into a huge company. How can it grow from where it is? Yeah, Unless not, it is goes it, yeah. into some subscription service or anything like that, you can't. But it's solid because people go there all the time. Just like you do Tesco's and Sainsbury's and that, people go and shop there. It's amazing. When I go into my local Tesco's, there's cars constantly queuing up to get in that place. Like, they may not make amazing money, but they're going to always make money. Yeah, it's always There's
1: that. always customers coming through the door.
0: Exactly. So it's just consistent. And they're the type of, they're the type of companies that pay difference because they know they want to reward their investors and keep the money coming in so they can expand. But it's,
2: it's a slow rate of growth compared to normal companies. Um, I don't know if that made any sense. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, give you a rough idea. Mean, rough.
1: I think it's very, very uh, the simplest way that you can describe dividends. Really, it's yeah. it's very, very easy for someone that doesn't know what a dividend yeah, is to understand. And that's 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 one the one. goal. Yeah, sorry.
0: That's the goal. Could go into more depth, but then you've got to be more financially literate. And
1: we're 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 teaching. Slowly. We're easy going on this podcast. We're <laughs> easy going. <laughs> easy Monday morning listening. Um, what was your next topic? What else did you have? Obviously, because I had a surprise. Okay. Um, what, so, what was your surprise? Right.
0: So my next two topics are going to be st- the stock splits that's going on. Okay. Yeah. Or just happened actually because it's now April,
1: and Tesla. Yeah. Can we go? Go. We go. go, which, one, go. Which, one, which one do you want here? Go. I want to go for the stock splits first. So I want to. I stock
2: be... splits.
1: Yeah.
0: So there are two stock splits. Stock splits happening in the markets in the in the S and P five hundred. Yeah uh standard posts 400 in the New York Stock Exchange uh and that is Google and Amazon right so i don't know if if any of you listening are into investing you've looked at the price of what Amazon and Google are currently trading at and it's pretty offensive it's like uh if i'm correct google is around 2800 yeah and amazon is 3200 roughly give or take 100 quid um and that's quite that's quite a high price um you know for a uri average retail investor just to be able to put a good sum of money and because compare that to the likes of someone like Intel or somewhere it's trading at $50 a share you just can't buy the same amount of shares with no. like the same with a small amount of capital um, so I personally think this is why I wanted to have a debate with you about I personally think it's a really good thing for everybody involved right so just to um, let you know what a stock split is
2: um, it's when a company increases the number of shares available to the public um, it's quite literally doubling or tripling, depending on the ratio of how many shares are available. Uh, now, I think it's quite exciting because it
0: means the more, the more normal people like me and you can play with these companies. So this, these particular stock splits are 20 to 1. So if every one share, say if I, earned, I owned one share of Google, I will now after the stock split, I will now earn, own 20. Right? Which is oh, fantastic. You know, 20 times 3,000. That's huge. Not quite. The, to- <laughs> the stock split doesn't actually affect like, the market cap. The, the total value of the company. All it does is basically dil- Essentially, dilutes the amount of what it completely dilutes the amount of what a share is worth. Yeah. However, say if I owned that share of of Google before a stock split worth three thousand pounds. After the split, it will still be worth the same three thousand pounds. I'll just have twenty of.
1: Yeah. Basically, still. all it is doing is increasing your number of shares, but your price overall in the company is the same. Exactly. However. This is where I get quite excited because I could see
0: loads of other investors going, Amazon, Google, very, very good companies. I'm going to get involved in that. And now I can buy it for $150 a share instead of $3,000 a share. So they might buy, go and buy 10, 15, 20 share. Boom. Immediately, I think, I think. so we recorded this before it split and it's gone live. I think you'll find it rocket up to over $200 a share, both companies, because people will just jump on there and get in, get involved, which is it's good for... Small retail investors because they're getting involved. It's good for Amazon and Google because they're getting loads more uh, investments, investment, and it's good for current shareholders because their the value of their stocks going up yeah. quite massively. So it's an all round win,
1: in my opinion. For me, me. Uh, so can you tell me what the price of Amazon increased ROI um, over the past twelve months? I can't. Know. No, I can't either but i can tell you that it's going to increase the people buying because people are going to buy amazon if the, if the, if the stocks are diluted it, it's at a lower price people are going to want to buy a good company yeah however me being the value investor that i am or the growth investor that i am at this current stage i look for companies that will grow and not saying that amazon won't consistently grow because it can and it will it's just getting bigger and bigger however it can only get so big okay uh, look at Google. Look, look at Apple. It, it, they're just absolutely mega, mega companies that continue to grow and, and grow and grow and grow. And if you look at companies twenty years ago, at the highest earners, and then twenty years later, I think there's only one or two companies that are still in it, or even none. Yeah. Um, so, realistically, yes, it, it's a work, it, it might be a good investment,
2: but will those companies continue to grow at the same rate? good point good point they will they will they, of course they will but for, for how long number one and
1: at what rate will big investors go well this is not worth my time anymore I've got an outstanding number of shares in Google that are yeah they're worth you know good money and so on and so forth And but all that's happening is it's going to be like a game stock or a game stop sorry whereas it, you're just going to get people that are just going to pump 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 and buy and buy and buy and they're going to be happy as Larry because their price is just increasing. When is the point that they're going to get out? Be- so because think- because they've got such a big ownership of that company, when they do get out, the effect is going to be massive on people that like me or you, the people yep. that own 10, 10, 20 shares. The people that get out and own, I don't know, 160,000 shares, that's an exaggeration. Obviously. So like funds? Yeah, exactly. When they sell, because S&P 500 funds,
0: I think, Apple makeup normally if you look at their, their breakdown, Apple's a good 10% of it's massive. The funds, yeah, which is offensive because should Apple or should they just sell 50% of that stake? Well, if a few funds do that, Apple's gonna it will drop in
1: price massively. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah, if, yeah, 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 should exactly. they
0: all just decide to go, Yeah, no, I've had enough of this, I'm gonna drop my stake to 2% of what this, yeah, fund's gonna hold and.
1: Because it happens, all, yeah, all big yeah. investors decrease their their stake in stocks at some point. Yeah, Mark Burry de- decreased his, his house short in thing in two thousand eight, wasn't it? When he decreased his uh, his overall price, he, he decreased it. He wanted to sell, get rid of his get rid of his position. Yeah, there's going to be points so I think where they 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 peak and trough. Obviously, it's common, but when those big investors do get out and the Non the, the retail investor that isn't very smart, no offense to people that are not buying a dip, but when they do sell, are they going to get scared and sell and continue to go down and keep selling and selling and selling? And the market's just going to crash because it's such a big company, yeah. But they do
0: have, they do, there are certain
1: the SEC does stop that, they do, in some
0: yeah,
2: yeah, not
0: in, in certain, it will stop it from having a crash. But you're right, actually, that's a very good point. Apple is almost a bubble in itself. We just,
1: just discovered Apple as well. I'm not saying that, because <laughs> I think it's a great company. It is a great company. I, I will continue to buy it. Um, but it just seems weird to me that the big investors would be happy with the split. That's all I'm saying. It, so, it, it's good, because it allows people like me or you to get involved in the does. company. That I'm like. going
0: to bring you back to Coca-Cola. Go on. We are speaking about it in the last episode. We but were. Coca-Cola lasted a stock split in the early 2000s, and still going strong now. Still paying a monster dividend. It is indeed. But how many people talk about Coca-Cola today? Very few. Yeah. But imagine when they first did the stock split. Do you think it'd be people have this conversation like that we're doing Yeah, they probably with, yeah, Maybe not so much because we're, again, we're in a different age. There are more retail investors now more than ever. Yeah, true. How many was it last year that joined? 100,000 new It's investors? ridiculous, yeah. It's ridiculous. now really because available for everyone, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. You've got it in your pocket all day long you
2: can invest. Um, so maybe this can that's going to have an effect on the on the future of it as well. Who knows? Well, we we shall see. Maybe I'll eat a bit a bit of humble pie. I don't know.
0: But we won't know that for a few years after, because you're looking long term.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Five um, ten years down the line. My my think, point was being is that why would I buy? I oh, I got off on the tangent. Why <laughs> would I buy Google? That is a company that yes, it could continue to grow at a good rate. When I can buy a company that is probably a similar price, at a, share, a share price that isn't diluted, that will not necessarily increase the same as Google, but has the option to increase and overtake current Google's current share price. Why would, I, why, would, why would I not divert to the lower company that I could have more control over that would possibly grow my wealth better and I would have more of a say over it if I was a big investor compared to a company like Google
2: that I'd... I wouldn't. Okay, good point. Good point. I understand. But a lot of the retail investors, they're going to go... That's tough. Because they know Amazon's a fairly solid thing.
0: Like, we are almost, I know agree. in the UK, Very I'm not sure agree. about how it is in America, but in the UK, we're relatively dependent on Amazon. Oh, if Amazon if, collapsed, I think the UK would collapse. We wouldn't know where to get our crap from. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's true. It's true. Like, my household, we've got an Amazon delivery rocking out. There's four of us in there. There's an Amazon delivery every day of some form. I think we can get friendly with all the Amazon drivers. And we have, there's, you know, it's not the same Amazon driver. It's not like the Royal Mail. There's always a different person. Yeah. But they just know us. They just know us. Know your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That okay, we'll go there. Number five. Why not? Um, so I think it's just they're too powerful at the minute to go in there. They've got a good 10 years left in them, at least. I agree. So why not ride that wave, buy it low now? Oh, okay. So so at the time of recording, we're before the stock split. Why not buy, put in a good lump sum now and reap the rewards of it spiking? I think that's
1: more of a better opportunity. Is that what you do? I think yeah. so. But that's a trade ring. Because, well, uh, not only that, but I think you're going to see, as I said, a lot of people come to the yeah. market that they, they can now afford. And people that are not necessarily um, are educated, people that are just going to say, oh, well, Google's so cheap. They're not going to know what the previous price was or why it's so cheap. They're just going to say, it's so cheap. I'm just going to buy it. And the, the big investors are just going to go, thank you very much yeah. Rub their hands together. And, you know, it's not a bad thing because everyone, everyone's making money. It's when the factors when the big investor finds a price that he wants to get out at. He's, i.e., he's picked a price of he wants to exit at that, and that that, that is in his plan. It's when that he exits, and obviously the big investors, the big in, in, industrial, out? industrial. Um, yeah, the big industrial investors and companies that are willing to they they can actually move the market because they have such a, a big holding. If they do that, and they move the market, then. When the retail investor goes, uh, investor goes. Oh wow! You know the price is going down. I've got to sell. It can then just slowly decrease, and, and then they're going to get back in, and it's just going to be a continuous wave. So it, it, it's a good thing for big institutional companies. Whether or not the younger retail investor is going to see as much benefit, I don't know. We'll see.
2: I think, but
1: I think yeah, they I will. I, I think, think they, they will because
0: will. they'll see a certain amount of growth, not massive growth like previous, but they will see. Anyway, moving on because we get carried away. I want to talk about Tesla real quick. This is my third topic, all right? I'm dominating this chat now. Um, again, we're talking about price action a little bit too much in this episode. We're all talking about price, and it's not investing is not all about the price. It's all about the fundamentals underneath. But, um, just to give you an idea of where they're at, we we're, we're talking about a lot of price. But so the price of Tesla has rose suddenly about two hundred dollars over the last three weeks since the beginning of since the beginning of March, almost four weeks now, um, and it just highlights the fact to me it's just not a regular stock. It doesn't operate the same as every other company on the stock market. Not at all. When I did, all my, uh, when I did my analysis, I think it was 2020, before it went to the moon, it was trading at $700 a share. And it, all my analysis came back is don't go near it, it's way overpriced, way over Like just don't go near it, it's not worth investing. In. And obviously it shot up, the you know, price of Tesla shot up to, was it $1,200 a share? No, it's it just yeah. ridiculous. Overnight, almost as well. And um, obviously made Elon Musk the richest or wealthiest man in the world. Again, that's another thing we've got to remember is investors. Even if the analysis says it's not a very good company to invest in because of all the fundamentals, doesn't mean it's not going to go up and down in price. Yeah, it very true. go yeah. either way. I remember uh, Amazon, um, old Jeff, Mr. Bezos, or whatever his name is, uh, did an interview. His During the dot-com bubble, obviously Amazon started in like ninety seven or something like that. And uh, went pub- public then. And uh, the stock price was at, like $116 a share. And they were like getting right to their limit of where they could go to. Um, and he was thinking there's nothing wrong. All our metrics internally to read the company and which way it's going are going up. We're getting more customers, getting more feedback. You know, Every single revenue, everything was going up. Nothing was signaling that people should sell their stocks. It should just people were investing because of the dot-com bubble it was the internet nobody really knew what was going on Yeah, they were shedding their sh- sales still fundamentally a great company so imagine all the people who go actually this good company let's buy now They've, I bet they're, they're millionaires by now anyway <laughs> um, I think it's rocketed because I don't know if you've seen the videos it was a little
1: while back now of Elon dancing at the reveal of his new car and if you haven't seen the video someone shared it on our page Oh, did you? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> um, so. And the caption was, uh, the caption was, the dance you do when you're about to double your wealth. <laughs> Is that what you did? That's I what I put. Very good. If you didn't, and I, I, I do make some good some good posts <laughs> like that, go and follow our social media, especially <laughs> Instagram. It's worth it. Um
0: So obviously... I would have seen it, but I did not know if anyone else had seen it. But he's dancing in front of his his car that's being released, and it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: it has got rubbish moves, by the way. It's terrible, but how many
0: CEOs... This is another reason why Tesla's so different. How many CEOs can go to a brand-new factory launch, the first cars rolling for a lot, you've got people lining up to collect their brand-new cars from the CEO. If the Volkswagen... If I bought a new car from Volkswagen, not that I ever would, but... Volkswagen owned Lamborghini, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Went to I wanted a brand new Lamborghini factory. I wanted to get that car, and I wanted the CEO of Volkswagen to be there to hand me my keys. I go, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give me a car. I want to go. Stop dancing. Give me. But because it's Elon Musk and it's Tesla, it works and it's hyped it up to the. It's just incredible. It doesn't work right. Um, it doesn't work right. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. No, it is abnormal. Um. But also the price of Teslas are rising, just like everything else in the world. Um, they have started putting up the price of the cars because even though one of their fundamentals, or sorry, one of their like cornerstones of the company is to keep it cheaper as possible, they have to pay everything up because of inflation, because of the way the world is, the materials are going up, the, the cost of fuel is going up, so they can't transport materials everywhere. It's
2: a nightmare. Um, Just like the price of my pasta. So, I don't know if you... Uh, is, Tangent
0: is past the tangent thing again. I remember seeing an interview once. For, it was an MP. I, know, I think it was David Cameron at the time, but I'm not too sure. I might up in Gordon Ramsay. I don't know. It was one of them geezers
1: that Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Brown. They're
0: <laughs> watching too many Kitchen <laughs> Nightmares. Oh dear. Gordon Brown. I don't know. One of them. Um, it was a long time ago. And this, this, they're uh, outside a the supermarket, and the the media person, the interviewer, goes, "How much is a pint of milk?" And the whole goes, goes, well, I don't know. And I said the exact same thing. I haven't got a clue how much a pint of milk is yeah. because if I'm buying milk, it's from a cup of tea. So I just need a little bit. Don't care what amount of tea is, I need it. Or it's for Yorkshire pudding. So you buy a lot of it and you always got left over from tea. So yeah. you don't look at the price of milk. What I do look at, which is why the media is like bent itself because like, I guarantee you, after the interview, before, before he arrived, at work this morning, he didn't know what a pint of milk was. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, it's just ridiculous. But I do know what a kilo of pasta cost me at Tesco. Because I've been keeping tabs on it.
2: Before the pandemic, 2020, it was one pound for a kilo of pasta, a brown fusilli pasta. Love. It. Now, just
0: two years on, it's one pound thirty.
2: Thirty p increase in two,
0: in two years. years. Yeah, fifteen a year. That's offensive. Offensive. Thirty Thirty percent increase. Yeah. two years. <laughs> I feel sick. Obviously, that's thirty percent is the extreme case. Pastas is incredibly cheap. I'm not upset. I'm still
1: buying it. Of course. you Well, you need it, don't you? you need yeah, exactly. to eat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: So I'm not upset, but I'm just saying that's the world is going mad. Hurting As well as a, uh, my council's as taxes up. My council's taxes up 4.4% this year. You got your letter
1: through the post. 5.6, mate. Are you? Yeah. 5.6, 5.6% <laughs> increase and that's not even starting with like national,
0: in, national insurance and that's gone up get, yeah. yeah so it's income tax um,
1: but don't worry because they've taken five pee <laughs> off your
2: fuel
1: <laughs> talking of fuel go on what's the highest price you've seen
0: oh mate I, again I've stopped looking I think diesel was 176
2: somewhere
1: I filled up 181 oh what are you diesel yeah diesel oh mate that's what I picked better 181 that is expensive. I think the highest I've paid
0: is one six, no, yeah, one six three. Oh, that's stupid. But I'm unleaded, so yeah. yeah, it's different for you. It is
2: stupid, but how the
0: world works, mate. It's how we've is. set up our life. It is indeed. We should have seen this coming a long time
2: ago.
1: Exactly. While we while we pe- 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 pe, this is why we are prepared for the worst. Indeed. Anyway, office
0: gloom and doom. Our subjects are done. I've been ranting on for too long. <laughs> all right. Well, how long has it been going on for?
1: Don't you worry about that. We'll find that.
0: Good. Um, I need to hear your surprise. surprise
1: My surprise is gold. Um, as we all know, in the unfortunate situation um, that is going on in Ukraine, the horrible scenes that we've all seen—you um, know—it's just a th- terrible place for everyone to be at the moment. And our hearts go out to all the families that are affected. Um, but I want to talk about gold real quick. Uh, I'm not—I'm not going to keep you too long, like Butson does, because you know I'm short and sweet like that. Um, but. <laughs> when the world goes into crisis and this is own my own analysis that was only brought up when I was actually sort of researching this podcast um everyone seems to peak towards gold and I'm not sure why um it, i think it's just seemed or, or or it's ever since it was released it's seen as a solid safety net so uh just a few stats real quick um end of covid so uh so well, sorry, we'll go during COVID. Um, gold reached two thousand and sixty-three pounds. And that was on the seventh of August 2020. Seven months later, it dropped to sixteen hundred and seventy-four quid. Okay. So that's a fairly fairly decent decrease. But that was when COVID was on the decline. That was when COVID wasn't so much a massive point in our in our lives anymore. You know, the the mandatory face masks started to get declined a little bit and we could go out and see friends and family and so on and so forth. Was that during
0: eat out to help out?
1: Yeah, and a lot of that basically, yeah. But when the Russian news came out and when obviously Russia invaded Ukraine, gold again began to increase in value. Why? Because people are worried about their other investments. It's looking... For their money. Yeah, it's looking like a safe haven again and once again a world crisis has formed as COVID was COVID-19 obviously started in 2019, 2020 and 2021. It was kind of decreased. And as the sell-off happened, the Ukraine war has begun again. We're back to, uh, you know, a a big world crisis. And once again, gold has increased in value. Um, so it's currently, or it was at a high. Remember the previous high was 2,063 pounds. The high was £2,067. So two years later, it's increased the high very slightly. Um, and it's now trading around 1958 But it, it just surprises me that this is the way that the, the world works. It surprises me that people are so worried about having money and other things and they see that gold, gold is a safe, a safe haven. It just, it just surprises me. I don't know why. It's,
0: it's interesting they think gold is a safe haven.
1: Yeah. But to me, I'm, I'm not too sure why. I'm, I don't like it. No. I mean, you know, maybe that's just me being a stupid investor um, and that's my point of view. But I, I just see a, a materialistic thing in our that we can get stolen from us if we have on our person that it's a safe haven. You know, it's like, just like money. Well, money decreases. Yeah. And I'm sure gold does as well. As, yeah. you, as, as I've just shown, it does <clears> decrease. So why, why, is it, why should it be a safe haven? Is it because there is only a finite
0: amount of it on the planet?
1: Well, is there? This is another argument. Of what we know, of, what of available we know to us currently. Say that, yeah. The more and more is found. If someone hits a massive gold mine, then what do you do? Do you not think we'd have found them by now? Because there's enough money in gold to warrant going out and finding them. You'd hope so, but how big is the world? Yeah. Fair. And how, how 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 many places are actually undiscovered? Are undiscovered? Yeah. You Most know? of the ocean is undiscovered, isn't it? So what happens if the the gold Captain, Hook has, yeah, Captain Hook's? Yeah, Captain Nooks left his gold in the bottom of the sea someone it, finds it but one e- days, is it?
0: either way it's not an unlimited so like Ethereum that can yeah, be made, course, and, made yeah. and made and made and made yeah. that's what I compare it to in my head so Bitcoin there's a finite amount if, if I'm correct there is yeah so I can understand why that might have some more value over the likes of Ethereum because like uh, well, paper's not the best example but paper is essentially limitless while we've still got trees growing yeah exactly paper yeah. so that's why paper is so cheap so invaluable whereas gold is a finite amount so I can understand why they think it's the go-to because I guess obviously our fiat money system That if that this is sorry this is an argument against it now so gold is what we used to use back in Yeah. but now an argument against that is if, if our fiat monetary system collapses and you know it just doesn't work anymore we we go back to trading each other
1: like coins and shoes and whatever c- yeah
0: yep. yeah like services Um, I don't think gold's going to be the one. I don't think that's no. what everyone's going to turn to. So no, I don't see a point in person investing in yourself.
1: Yeah. No, I don't either. Um, just go to, can you do this for me if, you, if I do that for you? you yeah, know. can you cut my hair for a scratch your back? Yeah, you exactly. do. Simple. But it, it's just a surprise. It was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I never really looked into it in that kind of way. And obviously, I'm still a fairly new investor. Um, but it's just it surprised me. Mm. It surprised me that it made that much of a change. You know, it's changed three, four hundred dollars. Uh, pound. sorry. So this move was it's changed for me. Uh, my pick. Your pick uh is Garmin. Now, why Garmin? Garmin's not really a well heard company. Garmin's quite quiet. Garmin's understated its Garmin. I had a Garmin Satnav about ten years ago. And I think all of our parents probably have the Garmin yeah. Satnav and they probably still do. <laughs> um and it's like, well, realistically, not many people think about Garmin, but I've seen more and more people wear the Garmin watches and the Garmin brand. And They've come on to the golfing scene as well. They'll see when you hit a golf ball, it tells you how far it, it's travelled. Yeah. How how close it is to the hole. It's unbelievable the tracking sort how of thing. How does stuff. it know They're that? Not a clue. But it is pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. Wow. Um and overall, it's a very, very, very wealthy company. Um, it's got, and as we all say about cash cushions, it's got five point eight months worth of cash cushion. Mm. And a company that size is pretty impressive yeah, to have, impressive. you know. Um, they can clear their overall debt. And to be honest with you, I couldn't find much debt. But they could clear their overall debt fairly easy in one and a half years. What is their de- debt figure? Uh, I don't know. You have to go and search up oh. that. I just want to keep it simple. Okay. Um, it's not much, though. I can tell you. It's on my spreadsheet. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and as a brand, it's, al- it's always evolving. They're always bringing out new products. The, the new watches, the, mm. the latest piece of software. And i have also acquired a company that make um, sat-navs for planes, aviation. Okay. So they're also getting into that field. So they've got the boats. They make navigation for boats. I they make know. also the wearables. So, you know, the the uh, GPS devices and the golf stuff and the watches and so on and so forth. Um, they're getting into aviation. And um, yeah, it, overall, it's just I, I think it's a really, really nice brand, um, which is why I use it as well. You've you got a watch, Garmin watch of it. I do and oh, I do. absolutely love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Um so I was interested in this company um when it hit a price of one oh seven point nine. Um and I wanted to buy, but I still thought again the trade in me is overvalued. I think it's gonna hit one one hundred flat. And I'm I'm getting into that level. This is I'm fixed. What happened? It it's gone up to one sixteen point eight. So you know I thought the company was overvalued and I should have got in at 107. And it's not a big deal. I can still buy at 116 and and be happy with the progression and rate of... um, Because you're still happy there's a good company, underlying company. It's it's a great company. It's a great company with great credentials, with great financials, with a great background, um, with a great CEO and a great team and they make really, really good moves. So it's a great company overall to me. Um, And I'm still very, very interested in that company. But it's just a pick. And that was one of my picks and that's one thing that I'm going to be looking out for. So people, make sure you look out for it as well because you never know, you could jump on the bandwagon and make some cash. This is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is not do, financial do, do advice. Do your own research.
0: And, but we're just talking about stuff that interests us in the market and what excites
1: us. Basically. So, end of Q1. It is. It's gone quick. New financial year for this in the UK. It is. And that hasn't really gotten off to the best start for us in the UK, you know. No. Uh, we'll talk about that in the coming episodes. Um, obviously, the world is in despair over the Ukraine crisis um, and, you know, oil going up in value and people are, you know, thinking the world's about to fall apart. But I'm sure it isn't and I'm sure we'll continue. Um, and I know we'll continue to keep showing up without
2: a doubt. Um, so, anything to add, Butson? Nope. No? Okay. Guys, Thank you very much for listening.
1: I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, this is just a lovely uh, little episode about what we're looking out for uh, and what surprised us, what shocked us and one of our picks. Um, And just general chit-chat about the market conditions and uh, the current state. Um, As we said, if you haven't already, Go and follow our, our YouTube channel. We're going to begin to release videos of the podcast here, so you can see our lovely faces talking and see what we talk about, and how our little silly hand movements are. So you can actually <laughs> put a face to the uh, to the voice. Also, don't forget to go and follow our socials as well: um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They're all available. Links will be below. If you have any questions, fire them over. We're always open to answer, and uh, you know we welcome any questions. That's what we're here for. We're here to help. Um. Yeah. Have a good weekend, guys. Enjoy. Uh, I wish everyone all the best. Uh, all the best in the UK for financial the new financial year. hope you make some uh, real good gains. Um, and, yeah, see you in the next one. Success is available for everybody, so why should you step to that?